Inked uh, podcast. My name is Deb. I'm here with Danny, Sam, and Alanis. And uh, today we're going to be talking about emotion uh, versus uh, spirit-led. Um, I think this is a super interesting topic. Um, a lot of people tend to just uh, throw out emotions and just say you must be only spirit-led. But emotions are also, you know, a thing that we have to deal with daily. Uh, even if we look at the story of Jesus, we see that he had emotions, but it's all about how we control our emotions um, and what exactly we're dominated by. Um, you know, obviously not being dominated by emotions, but instead being led by the spirit, which is the right thing. But it's how we control our emotions, right? It's it's important how we decide to do these things. Uh, yeah. So do any of you want to take it away? Yeah, I think uh, I think the first thing that we have to see is, um, well, the first thing I think I wanted to touch was, um, emotion and, and spirit is so opposite of, of each other, right? It's like almost the black and the white of, of, of a choice, right? It's almost like a, it's almost like um, one is led by your own selfish thoughts and your own, um, how do you say, plans, right? By your own like outlook on life, and the other one is with the with the scope of the eye of Christ, you know, and, and the eye of God, and I, I can we can see uh, we can see that in the in the we, I literally just had it here. Oh, it's in Mark one one twelve that that Jesus comes and he uh, is baptized in the Holy Spirit. I always come back to this, but I, I just want you guys to understand this that he is immediately. It says in Mark one twelve, it says, and the Spirit immediately drove him out into in the wilderness. And I, the reason why I see this, and, and I want you guys to read it, I want you guys to share, I want to share with you guys, is because I'm guessing he didn't want to go to the wilderness, right? Out of his emotion, he was like, I would like to go back to my band. Um, there's also another verse in the Bible that says, uh, "The son, uh, you you have a bed to lay on and a, and a pillow to lay on, but the Son of Man has nothing to lay on." So I think that you have to understand that maybe what the Spirit wants to do with you is not what you have in mind. You want to sleep in a bed and you want to be comfortable, which that's that's the main thing that I want to want to talk about. But the Spirit wants to take you out of your comfort zone so you can continue to grow. And we have to understand that this is what this is what the Bible did to even jesus that he was drove out to the wilderness and what happened to him in the wilderness he was tested he was tempted by who the devil himself and you might say but the, why would the spirit take him there and it was a it was a class for him it was a it was a moment of growth for him and after that um he was filled once again with the holy spirit and he begins his um he begins his ministry. I'm about done, and he and he tells the people, the, the people he tells them, the Holy Spirit is upon me, and he starts preaching to the Pharisees. So I was, I just wanted you guys to know that the Spirit filled, Spirit led is also not very like um, good to our eyes. You see what I'm saying? Like it, it has to be good to God's scope, not our scope. I don't know if you guys have something to uh, say. Yeah, I had the verse Galatians 5, 16 and 17 to kind of back you up. It was, uh, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide, guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Sinful nature wants to do evil, which is the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us the desire mm -hmm. that are opposite to what sinful nature desires. These two factors are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to go out and do your good intentions which is literally what you were saying what being spirit-led is sometimes we're gonna do things we don't want to do because god wants to take you out of your comfort zone to put you into a purpose into something better like you were saying we're gonna constantly be growing but for that we can't be comfortable we have to be looking for god and sometimes we do have to go through trials there's things that like 
the, there's a verse in the Bible that says we should be led by the Spirit, not by sight, which is so true. Sometimes there's moments where you think that there's an obstacle, there's trials, you feel like it's uncertainties, but God's saying, keep going, keep going. And then you realize that God's plan was better than what you had. Like we want to do, we want to have control of our lives and take our problems and try to find a solution within our own hands. But when God says, give it to me, I'll do something better. It's no, yeah. I, I, and I completely agree with you. I was going to, I'm going to let you guys speak right now. I'm sure you have something to say. I was going to tell you just with that said, it's, it's crazy how faith is, um, faith where it requires to you is believe something you don't see. Right. And the Holy Spirit is really the God that's invisible. So faith and the Holy Spirit go hand in hand because faith is what allows you to see the God that you don't see, but you perceive, but you feel, but you don't see. So faith and the Holy Spirit go hand in hand because you need to have faith in order to follow the Holy Spirit. That's why it's so easy, for example, when, when somebody tells you, like pulls out a wad of money and goes, hey, you want this? Because you see it, you know where it's going to take you. You know what you can do with that money. But when the Holy Spirit comes and talks to you and says, hey, come with me, I have some good plans for you. You don't know what those are. You don't know how much it's going to hurt. You don't know. It's like the uncertainty. But I think we were talking about this uh, last podcast, remember? That we said, but the end game is it's, it, the, the final movie of, 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 you know, just so we can bring it back to everybody. Like, um, was, was every Marvel movie good? No, some of them were boring. Some were like, dude, why did you do this? But was the movie Marvel, the Avengers Endgame amazing? Bro, it blew it out of the water. That was the end. That was the what they were building up for. And that's how the Holy Spirit works. He gives you little things and little things and little things and things. And you might say, why did I go through this? Why am I doing this? This sounds dumb. Or this doesn't make sense. But he says, yeah, but you haven't even gotten to the end yet. Wait until the Avengers Endgame and I'll be good. But go ahead. I was just going to say that I think that sometimes we're just, um, we think that, Instead of trying to impress God, we're trying to impress people. And that's uh, another way that we can uh, be emotion-led, right? Like, people come to church expecting to cry their hearts out. And if they didn't cry, the Spirit of the Lord didn't move. Um, or if not everybody was dancing and jumping up and down, all the way touching the, uh, the sky, and literally everyone was sweating. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, if everybody didn't come out of the service with their eyes swollen and puffy, then the Spirit of the Lord probably didn't Wasn't show up. There. <laughs> uh, whoever directed didn't have anointing. Right. Uh, or the preacher was all right. But we forget that that's literally our emotion. Sometimes what we want is to cry, and what we should do is cry at home and, <laughs> and ask the Holy Spirit to console us. But, um, the, yeah, these emotions are not a sign that the Holy Spirit is here. And... Um, I love that our, our apostle Sergio always says, he always says these things. He always says like, for example, he has this big thing on like the piano being played while uh, a pastor is preaching. He's like, no, don't do that because it toys with people's uh, emotions, emotions, right? It, it makes you feel like more, 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 prone. more prone, right? And well, Which is not wrong, guys. I'm not saying like music is wrong because David uh, used, uh, used the music uh, for Saul, right? To kind of like get his soul in the right place. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's very different things uh, of emotions. And it was kind of making me uh, remember, you know, in the Bible, it says Matthew 6, 16, when it says like, you know, when you fast, like don't look all like sad yeah. and, and don't like tell people because oh, when, once you've God. told people that yeah. you received your reward, right? 
um, instead do this, this, and this. But I think that's crazy, right? Because that's even even then they knew that what we want is recognition, right? Like when you see someone and they're like in the spirit in the spirit of the Lord and they're like ah, 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 and crying, you know, like just being like super moved. You're like, wow. Yeah. Right. And you have no idea that maybe the person that's like sitting down quietly closing their eyes probably has like an incredible spiritual life because we're led by what we see. But everything like you were saying, faith is not by what we see. That's, that's what we, yeah. yeah. That's what we, what we believe. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Do you have something to say yet or you want to cut us out? Or you want me to keep going? Um, I mean, what I basically did was on a moat like. How you feel if the Holy Spirit is with you, you know, because you know, sometimes gro growing up, I kind of, you know, it was kind of hard for me. Like, oh, is it is really the Holy Spirit, you know, touching me? Or is it just me feeling some type of way? Or it's maybe just what I'm going through is probably just affecting me, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, this past week with the anniversary, you know, I felt the Holy Spirit. You know, how many of us here felt the Holy Spirit? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, when you feel the Holy Spirit, like, how do you know it was the Holy Spirit? You know, oh, Sam, maybe, you know, I felt the Holy Spirit because it was a tingly feeling. Yeah, right. You know, maybe the Holy Spirit, when he touches you, you feel like, you know, all tingly, tingly. right? Or maybe you're so, you know, oh, Sam, you know, I'm so overwhelmed with emotions that I start crying. Yeah, the Holy Spirit does that. Or Sam, you know, when the Holy Spirit touches me, I feel peace. You know, the Bible says that God gives you peace, Amen. you know, that surpasses all understanding. Yeah, all those things are right. But, you know, those things, you know, the tingly feeling. The Holy Spirit can give you that, but so does, you know, sitting next to that boy or girl you like. Right. You know? Oh, I'm so overwhelmed <clears> with emotion <throat> that I start crying. Yeah, the Holy Spirit does that, but so does, you know, listening to a sad song. Right. Or listen or seeing a YouTube video. Right. Oh yeah, you know, I'm the Holy Spirit gives me peace. But yeah, so does a nice comfortable bubble bath. Right. <laughs> you know what I was gonna tell you? I was gonna tell you that's so it's so it's so crazy what you guys just said because how do you how do you differentiate right like how do you say oh this is my this is my emotions and now this is spirit led and i was gonna say it's like it's like talking to people like for example how do i know how to talk to you that you're my friend and how do i talk to my sister for example the way i treat my sister is not the same way i treat you right so wouldn't it be the the question wouldn't be the question to the answer how do i know what's what is how deep of a relationship you have with both wouldn't it be like if you have a deep relationship with the Holy Spirit, you know how this Holy Spirit sounds, right? And yeah. if you have a deep relationship with your emotions and you're in deep touch with your emotions, you understand that your emotions will probably lead you more to what you want than what you actually have to do. And and that's and that's the thing that comes with almost what George just said, right? Like like saying, okay, the tingly thing, the both, and I think the apostle said that he, he was talking about strange fire, right? He was talking about that the fire, it, it's an emotion that you feel, but this emotion that you feel can also something else can give it to you, yeah. right? And, and and I do, I love what you said because I think the answer to that and and just the just the the main point of today's podcast would be I think the question is not are you spirit led or emotional led, but it's like how close are you to the Holy Spirit to listen to Him? You know what I mean? I don't know if you have something to say. Yeah, I was gonna say that uh, I think it's very different to be touched by the Holy Spirit or to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to be spirit led. Like yesterday, you were talking to us about Samson. Um, and he, you told us that he was 
filled with the Holy Spirit, right? But his life was not spirit-led. Right. Because when you're spirit-led, there's a fruit to show for that. When you're spirit-led, it's not just it's not just 10 minutes in the worship or 20 minutes um, in the ministration after preaching. No, it's not like that. Being spirit-led has very little to do with being... Well, I mean, obviously, you have to be filled with the Holy Spirit to be uh, spirit-led. But you don't have to... Um, how do you say that backwards? But the point is that you don't have to be, uh, I, I couldn't think of how you say it backwards. You don't have to be uh, filled with the Holy Spirit to be spirit led. No, let's see, that's wrong. Say, so, yeah, never mind, guys. Scratch that. I can't say it backwards. Um, but the point I was trying to say is that it's not the same thing to be filled with the Holy Spirit for a while or for a couple of times than to live according to the spirit because when we live according to the spirit the person we uh, start to emulate is no longer our emotions our desires uh, our things it's we're starting to emulate jesus we're starting to act like him and that's what shows that we have a spirit-led life that did maybe did it start with the touch of a holy spirit yeah maybe and maybe that convinced us it convicted us to be like wow i never want to be the same but there has to be a change of mind you have to have the mind of christ and now you can have a spirit-led life right because right. the holy spirit is in us um yeah that's what i was i was gonna say i also wanted to go back to uh, galatians five twenty one. it says envy drunkenness um and any evil behavior of all other things like this i warn you beforehand just as i did previously that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of god and what you, like what i wanted to go into this is practice like you were saying yesterday what you practice is what you're going to start living and how you act so if we want to become spirit led we have to do those little practices the simple practices like waking up in the morning are you going to open your phone and go to instagram or the bible it's those moments those little moments that you start so hard. deciding yeah practicing am i going to practice bad behaviors or am i going to practice being spirit-led am i going to start practicing looking for god and honestly there's this thing that i like learned a long time ago it's called uh the q routine and reward like um that is literally system. what it called yeah system i guess if you look at it online so it instead of looking at things like oh, I have to do this, you go, okay, so your cue is your alarm to wake up. Your routine is grab your phone and open the Bible instead of opening Instagram. And your reward, you choose it, which for me would be like being filled with the Holy Spirit, getting to know God. When you have this different, it's really all about your mind. It's about changing that mindset we have that it isn't, oh, I have to let go of Instagram to read my Bible oh my goodness i have to read again no you get to read we get to, honestly sometimes we forget that we get to be to reach the holiest place like if you think mm. about it before only one person and if you weren't good you would die and now we can go there every single day any time of the anywhere we want, we want. Yeah. and sometimes we forget that so we have to really start having this mindset that we are privileged to be here to get to know god uh, and i think what you guys i think uh generating down to is a decision right so yeah. and that's what i love that it almost goes with everything right like you have to be able to listen to the, the you need to understand the difference of the holy spirit and your emotions and then make that decision that you guys are talking about and in hebrews 6 7 i was going to tell you guys that this is the, the verse that i based everything that i preached yesterday on yesterday it says for the land that has drunk the rain that often falls on it and produces a crop useful to those who were who do, to those whose hake is cultivated receives a blessing from god but it bear but if it bears thorns and thistles, it is worthless and near being cursed. And it's the end to be burned. So my question is this. What I, was, I was telling people yesterday, I was like, 
these two different type of, of terrains were they being blessed were they being wet were they being what they were needed to be yes but one decided to do what it wanted to do and the other uh, ground decided to give what it was supposed to give and i always wonder you mean you mean ground you mean uh terrain like how can the terrain make a make a what's it called make a reason how can they make a choice and you can we are those this, yeah. this baby people and you choose you choose just like just like you said right what is this okay i have this emotion okay i want to get better hey i want to look hey i'm gonna you know wake up early on a saturday morning at 8 a.m even though i gotta I have to work on monday at four in the morning i i gotta wake up hey i gotta stay a little bit later to all those little things all the little decisions is either what are you going to do besides being at church? Like, what are you going to do besides doing this? What are you going to be doing besides reading the Bible? Being on Instagram, being on TikTok. I think being spirit-led is what you guys said. It's a decision, and it's the getting to know the Holy Spirit. You have something to say? Um, yeah, I was thinking about what Deborah was saying about, you know, not necessarily, you know, the Holy Spirit, you know, um, not having to be filled with the Holy Spirit to be Spirit-led. But I'm like, I feel like those two need to go hand-in-hand. Hand. Look at Jesus Christ. You know, when he got baptized, the Spirit was upon him, you know, in him. And that led him into, the Spirit led him into the desert, you know. That's like, that's like us going out in a group. And if I'm outside, and I don't know what you guys are going to go, and you guys all take off, I'm going to just be like, oh, I'm going to just try and... And guess and see what, where they're gonna go, or what they're gonna do, mm. you know. That's that's you know. We see there's a perfect example, and you know Moses, we see his whole life he was led by his emotions. His emo the main emotion he was led by was anger. <laughs> the first thing was you know he killed an Egyptian. His he he was led by his anger, therefore he killed the Egyptian. And we see that um, you know God gives him the Ten Commandments, and out of anger that he sees the people worshiping the golden calf, what does he do? He throws the, the tablets. And then we see here that um, God tells Moses, um, all right, Moses, um, Moses goes to God and tells him, hey, you know, your people are thirsty. Well, what do you want me to do? You know, they're complaining so much. And he's like, all right, I want you to hit this. I want you to speak to this rock. The first time God tells Moses to hit it and he hits it. Boom, all right, there's water. water. The second time God tells Moses, all right, Moses, you're going to speak to it. You're not going to hit it. You're going to speak to it. Why? So... The people can see it's me. It's not you. Yeah. It's me. But what happened? The people are complaining. They're nagging. And what? Moses, out of anger, he hits the rock twice. Water still flew from it. But what happened? He lost not going into the promised land. Mm. You know, and sometimes when we're led by our emotions, you know, it we tend to lose things. You know, with Samson, you know, he was led by his desires. Oh, yeah, God is with me. You know, I'm sinning. I'm doing this. Nothing happens to me. I'm going to continue doing it. Samson did it three times. How many of us, you know, sin all the time? And, you know, it's God's mercy that, you know, keeps us there. Mm. You know, oh, yeah, I did this. I did that. Nothing happened to me. I came on Sunday to play. Nothing happened. Until we finally do, right? Until, until finally know, something happens. Yeah, right? until, you know, God is like, all right, you don't want to listen? Boom. Uh, and do, I don't think that's crazy because uh, we can tie it back to like many stories in the Bible, right? With the people that were, for example, you were mentioning also Jonas. Uh, Jonas, which I think that guy, honestly, <laughs> out of everybody, he was so emotion-led. 
You know what I mean? He was not spirit led, but he was so emotionally led that he, he for example, let's just go from the beginning because we all know this story. God comes to a prophet and he tells a prophet, hey, go to Nineveh. And he was like, no, but why them? They don't deserve it. He was like, that's not, that's not, I'm just going to do the, the, the Danny paraphrase version. If he hasn't bought that Bible, I think he yeah, should. But. <laughs> And it comes up, and he goes, no, he goes somewhere else, and this fish eats him. And I'll just say, you know, aquatic animal, because we don't even know if it's a fish, right? But uh, 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 this aquatic animal eats him, spits him out in the beaches of Nineveh, preaches to them. They all repent, right? They all get saved. And yet, he still gets mad because God, God, God saved them. And I, I was just reading this, and honestly, I, it was on. It's like only a four chapter book, so it's not even that big of a deal. But I was reading, and I was like, "What? What gives? To like, what? Why? Like, like for example, like if you see your sister being saved and you're mad at it, like why? 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 Why would he do that? Like you, but you know why? Because he felt better than them." He felt like he was better than them. He said, oh, they don't deserve what I have. And then it says that uh, um, <clears throat> he, he sits down next to ne next to like a little thing, like a little mountain. And it says that God like like brings up and like some things grow to give him shade, right? Yeah. Imagine that's how cool it is. Dude, God, I, I imagine that God loved them, right? Imagine when you sit down and out of nowhere, like it sprouts up some shade, bro. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> and it says that the, the, it sprouted up some shade. And then uh, he said, you know, he was saying thank you Lord. he was very happy he said that his heart was very 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 content and then i don't know he started seeing like a little animal got into the little thing and started eating it until it ate it all yeah. and he got angry because of that and he says oh god kill me and this is how it's gonna be and then god comes down and ends i, I want to read you the guys the, the 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 ending of this uh jonah jonah there you go uh because honestly the way he ends to me it's crazy and it says and the lord said uh it's jonah 4 10 you pity the plant for which you did not labor nor did you make it grow which came into the uh, being in the night and you and it perished in the night meaning why you care so much if it died if i had it i had i had to grow and it says and should you not and and should not I pity Nineveh, the great city in which there were more than 120,000 persons who do not know their right hand from their left? And also, much cattle? Question? Ends? No more. You never hear of... Uh, I was like, dude, that's like a horrible way to end a book. If you think about it, with the question. Right. In other words, Danny version, the way he said it, is like, what is it to you? Why do you care? Why are you stopping people for blessing? People don't know why you're stopping the blessing. He was emotional. He was, his emotion was, they don't deserve salvation. And God says, but that's not up to you. That's up to me. So I just, I want to tell you guys, because then he got cut. I think, well, I believe that he got cut off from there. I think I we all believe that he got cut off, right? Uh, from there, imagine. And then on the question, bro. I mean, <laughs> I mean, even Job, even Job that he was about to die. He had at least like, I think he has like 45 uh, chapters, if I'm not wrong. Like he goes for a long time. But do Jonah has four chapters and ends on a question? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you have something to say, but... Uh, I do. I was going to tell you... Or, 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 or I think... Go ahead. No, oh, Sam? You can go. Go for it. Yeah, okay. That, that's what I was going to tell you, that even though Jonah had a close relationship here with God, um, it can be the same thing. We can have uh, feelings of the Holy Spirit, but when it comes to actually living it out outside, we are not spirit-led. Right. We are acting on our own um, whims, on our own 
thoughts, right? Like Jonah thought that he his judgment was better than God's judgment. And realizing, I'm sorry, but he's crazy, right? But we too are in this way. I, I love when we read like about the Israelites and everything, and we're all like, "Wow, they're so dumb! Like, <laughs> how could they ever do that?" And then we start thinking about our own actions, and it's like, dude, we're just used to like the amazing things that God does. He makes the sun come up for us every morning, and He also makes it come down, and we just see it as like, "Oh, it's day, it's night. Okay, cool. I gotta go to sleep. Gotta wake up." <laughs> no, but it's something amazing that God does for us. Like, who the Creator said they might need some sun they might need some light in their life and that was for us like dude honestly it's amazing and we forget so yeah i this is what i was trying to say i feel like i i spoke way too much the last time and i made a mess and i think sam is right they do go hand in hand but just because you're spirit led does not mean that uh no just because you're filled with the holy spirit does not mean that you're spirit led uh, it comes down to a decision yeah it has to be a choice of you leaving and guys this choice is difficult guys i don't know if you guys well i think it's difficult and yes. I, I hope you can say it's difficult yeah, too yeah, yeah. it's a very difficult choice uh like you look you just said like in, even in the even in the what's it called in the anniversary right didn't monday you were like singing the same songs like in your head right like you're not singing when you work yeah. right but uh but you singing and at the same time when the choice presents to you you almost like look back and you look within yourself and say why is this even a choice like it should be so easy that it should just be like boom i'm gonna choose the spiritual side mm -hmm. but no instead you always have this yeah but this will be pleasurable yeah but these will feel good or this yeah it's fine it's better for me but there's nothing out of it. I don't get to get anything out of the moment. I just feel like when Jesus shows up, just drop everything what you're doing and just go for it. Right. <laughs> you know? We see that when Jesus, you know, is with um, with the disciples, and um, I think it's um, Mary Magdalene, the one who who washes Jesus' feet. Yeah. And Martha was the one that was complaining. I think. Yeah. I'm this not was wrong. Serving. Yeah, she was serving. I mean, she was led by her emotions. You know, I'm here. Oh, I'm here working. I'm here doing this. I'm doing that. I'm like, dude. You could have just, I'm like, Jesus is there. Right. Yeah. Drop everything, you know, he's there. Yeah, you know, Mary Magdalene, she was, you know, I bet you she, she heard all the criticism. She could have been led by her emotions. I'm like, you know what, I'm not going to be here anymore. There's a bunch of people criticizing me. But no, she, know, she knew Jesus was there. You know, at the end of the day, when Jesus shows up, it doesn't matter. Right. You know, there's a story in the Bible where Jesus tells his disciples, you know, he, he, was, he was telling them about the, the man that built his house on on the rock and the man that builds his house on the sand. Mm. The one that built his house on the sand that represents our emotions. You know, the book of Proverbs chapter 3, I think verse 5 to 7, if I'm not wrong, it says, you know, do not rely on your own understanding. Right. Meaning what? Don't rely on what you feel. You know, because sometimes, you know, the Bible says that the heart is deceitful. Sometimes what we feel is not what God wants us to feel, you know? But if we build our house on the rock, which is Jesus Christ, you know, all these, you know, the the... If you read the story, it says the winds blew, you know, the waters hit, meaning what? You know, problems, issues, you know, things that are going on in, in the world, in our personal life, with our families, you know, that won't affect us. I agree. And honestly, what that that verse honestly sums everything up, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it, it literally is saying, do not do not be emotion-led. Be spirit-led. And, and when it says spirit-led, it says, "Be rely, uh, put your house on." When I hear about houses, is do leave your what? Your rest, everything you trust, everything you love, you put it on top of what? 
of, of, of the rock, which is Jesus Christ. There's right? a thing where uh, Jesus, um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I get it. You know, pe people that are listening are going to be like, what? You know, you want us to be emotionless, like have no feeling. No, <laughs> it's cool. You know, have feeling. If you want to cry, cry, but don't let it, you know. Dominate. Yeah, yeah, dominate you. You know, there's a verse in the Bible that says it's cool to be angry. Like I'm paraphrasing it. Be angry, but don't. Don't let it lead you to the point where you sin. Right. You know, the Bible, you know, Jesus was angry, but he didn't sin, right? You know, all these, carry, all these, you know, great men of God like David, you know, um, he was led by, you know, lust. He saw Bathsheba, he was led by his emotions and what that caused him to, to sin. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe me, this is just me and my imagination. If he would have just glanced once and looked away, I feel like, you know, he, God would have like forgave him. I'm not trying to justify like, oh, look, like, look at, no, but I'm just saying like, I'm not trying to, you know, justify like, oh, look, like, you know, stare like, no, like, if it's just once, that's it. But if you look again, you know, it's like, all right, dude, like, what is leading you, the spirit leading you or, you know, your, your emotions, you know? Yeah. Okay, so uh, you guys were saying like people giving examples of people who were emotionally led and I wanted to give an example of someone being spirit led and if oh, we go nice. to Acts uh, 9.26 it goes when he arrived in Jerusalem he tried to join the disciples but they were all afraid of him not being not believing that he was a disciple. So this was Saul, Paul, before they, they changed his name. And then we go to 27. It says, however, but Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and described to them how Saul had seen the Lord on the road and how he had spoken to him and how uh, the, what is that word? The, the, uh, Damascus. 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 Saul had preached openly and spoken confidently in the name of Jesus. See, Barnabas could have went like, oh my goodness, Saul, did you, do you know about his past? He could have judged him. He could have condemned him. He could have been afraid of him like all the other ones were too. But he, I feel like sometimes in these decisions, in these moments, we have to think, remember those bracelets we had? What would yeah. Jesus do? That's exactly <laughs> what we have to do. Like, Still what would Jesus do? Jesus, Jesus would have yeah. not looked at his past. He would have looked at who he is. He would have seen that he actually is trying to look for God and he would have loved him. And that's, I feel like that at that point, Barnabas was led by the spirit. Dude, and I love that because I, I feel like even when I read the prompt for this uh, for this podcast, it said like uh, sometimes we try to like uh, um, like copy the people that we see like crying and like falling apart in services, right? Because we don't want to feel like, oh, the Holy Spirit's not touching us. Right. But I feel like these are the things that are when it becomes evident, like that the Holy Spirit is really leading your life. It's like when you're kind to one another, when you show mercy, when you treat people like Jesus treats you, right? Like that's when it starts to show when, you're, when your fruits are joy, love, peace, uh, self-control, which is the big one that Sam was saying, right? Like you dominate your emotions. That yeah, you get sad, guys. We all get sad. Yes, we all get mad. Uh, people are frustrated frustrating um but it's okay we have to what dominate our emotions and if we cannot dominate them then at least you know be able to like say like i'm sorry right yeah <laughs> and go from there um but yeah I, I think that's that's crazy because barnabas maybe it was not like oh and in that moment he was filled with the holy spirit and was crying 18 rivers and shaking violently you know and everybody was like wow i want to be like him no what he did was he said he did something that nobody else did Right. Something that Jesus would have done, which is beautiful. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, we see that with Jesus, you know, right before he was gonna, you know, die when he when he's praying and he tells God, God, if you know, if there's any by any chance if you can, you know, pass this cup or take it away from me. Mm -hmm. You know, but you know, like you were saying yesterday, that was uh, when you, you guys were doing a podcast about, you know, no means no when God said like 
he heard no answer. He was like, all right, it's not about me. It's not about how I feel, you know, even though I know what's going to happen to me. But he knew he had to, he had to, you know, Enter. accomplish his mission. And that's what we need to, you know, understand that it's not about how we feel. Sometimes we may feel like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, I might lose this or I might lose that. You know, some people, you know, we see these examples that, you know, these people were kind of focused on what they were going to lose and not focused more on what they were going to gain, gain, you know? Yeah. I, I do. I agree with that so much. You know what story just literally, guys, just like, I don't know how to say it, like jumps to me. Um, the, the story is uh, the story of Ananias. And because, um, huh? No, no, Ananias. No, it's not Ananias. Then it's not Ananias. Um, it's it's the guy that prayed for for Paul. Yeah, uh, Ananias. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another one. Okay, so I was gonna tell you guys that that the Holy Spirit comes down to him, and God tells him what? Go pray for Saulo. Saulo was Paul. And you know, you know what Ananias says? Why? He kills Christian people. If I get near him, they're going to do what? Kill me. And then you know what the God says? He said, I never asked if you're going to die or not. I'm, gonna, I'm telling you to go and pray for him. And I, honestly, and he goes, right? And I think the Lord, you know, that he went and, you know, he, he made him an apostle of who he is, right? But I'm thinking, how many of, how many of times God has told us to talk to somebody we haven't talked in a while? He says, yes, but he's not doing what I'm doing, God. God, I'm in church, and he's probably out there partying. And then, and then he's like, yeah, but go talk to him. Yeah, but I'm changing him. Yeah, but do it. And I'm saying, this is what I'm talking about, being spirit-led. And just what you were saying, it's sometimes you don't know what you're missing out because you think that's not going to be, it's not going to be all right. You think, to your mind, you see the outcome, you're like, oh, there's no good outcome of me telling him. And at the end of the day, this guy was the one that activated Paul, can you imagine? Paul, if you guys don't know this, Paul uh, has literally wrote, no, has not literally, yeah, he literally wrote it, but what I'm saying that like, he wrote the backbone of the gospel. Of everything we believe, he wrote all the backbone of the gospel. So if you take away all of the epistles of Paul and you throw them away, you, you have gospel, but you don't know how to act during the church, during a service. All these things, Paul has said it, and he has stipulated them. I don't know if you guys knew this, but that's how important Paul is. And then he tells the story, but the person that activated me was Ananias. So I'm like, out of one spirit-led decision, I mean, Ananias didn't even become important after that, right? Like after that, he kind of just faded out. And, and, and but still, he's the one that activated us all. It's kind of like a domino effect. Yeah. Like one little thing can just. And my, my question I was going to ask you guys is this: like, is this, if Ananias would have said, no, I'm not going to go like Jonas, mm -hmm. do you yeah. think it would have stopped God's plan? No, no he would have used someone else. Yeah. He would have used somebody else. This is what I'm trying to tell you is that, that it, we sometimes, and this I think it ties in everything, sometimes we feel so important, or we feel like, or we feel like uh, we, we forget that God's grace is literally a chance, just like you said, right? Like we see the sun come up and we see the moon come up, and you guys might think the moon is stupid, but the moon is actually really important to our, to, to our, to our planet. And, and we might see like things like that, and we might say, oh yeah, but it's normal. We might feel like, oh, I'm, I'm the, I'm the entitled, most important. Yeah. yeah, I'm entitled. God is the one that chose. 
chose me. I'm the one that's called. And no, if I don't want to do this, I shouldn't do this. And I always think of it. I was like, God, don't ever let me think that way because I know you can choose somebody else at all times. Go. You know what I was going to say? I was going to say that. I, I love that you said right here that Anania is like, what did he go to be? Who knows, right? But that's literally the beautiful part about the body of Christ. That's nobody should feel more important than the other. If I'm... Um, the person that's going to make you be able to convert 7 million people so be it should i be hating on you no i love when i, I didn't i don't have it pulled up but i love when paul says like uh he, like a whole bunch of people were like fighting right and they were saying like oh but like paul these are your people right and he was like dude i don't care as long as the christ as long as christ is being preached that's all that matters, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's really nice that that's another sign that we are spirit-led is that we're not trying to be more important than the others. The Bible says clearly, consider yourself less. <laughs> right? So the true. Bible is just, the Bible does exactly the opposite of what our human nature wants to do. Um, you want to be the greater one? Serve. Yeah. Like, it's just everything, right? It's just everything is putting yourself lower and bringing others higher, which is what Jesus did, right? Which is, again, just... Okay, guys. So let's end this because we have almost forty minutes, and yeah, let's end this. So I think I think just just to kind of like uh, uh, recap everything. So number one, being spirit led or being emotion led, uh, be uh, being emotion led is number one, understanding the voice of the Lord. Yeah. But before that, it's being filled with the spirit, right? Number one. Amen. But just because you're filled with the spirit doesn't mean you're spirit -led. that you're spirit led. But so you have to understand the voice of the spirit, and number. Number three or four, it would be it would be that you have to make the consistent choice of Choosing the spirit, the spiritual um, uh, decision that you're supposed to make. So I hope this was a, a blessing, guys, and I hope uh, we helped you in somewhat. I, I like this podcast, honestly. I, I, I think we can keep going a few more a few more minutes, but I think that what we give was enough, and it, it, it understands. So, guys, God bless you guys. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, and ask you guys to please send us uh, DMs, questions, share us, and uh, thank you guys for everybody that has uh, um, rated us. It's helped a lot, and God bless you guys, and may um, the the lord continue to use you guys and us here in the name of jesus god bless you guys take care